Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Hello, hello. This is Ken Rashawn, fresh from Miami, back in D.C. area, letting my wonderful partners, Dr. Mraz and J.R. Spear, take over the Miami scene. They are looking at deals right now from Miami Vice 9, so this is awesome. And we have uh, Krissa that's going to be joining us momentarily. Our sponsors today are, of course, Voice America, Influencer Channel. We have Perfect Publishing. We have the Keep Smiling Movement. We have Amplifluence, Your Success Magazine, and Add Value to Life Podcast. So I wanted to welcome my partners that, hey, JR, I have an idea. Why don't the two of you act like I'm there and create abundance and make connections that move the dial? How, what do you think of that idea? You're on mute, I think. Yeah, you're on mute. We're missing you. We're on mute because the music's getting louder and louder. Yeah, don't worry about the music. Yeah, so the music be, the music sets the scene that you're having a fun time, so that's good. So I am I, I have like three or four questions for you that are real quick. So number one, uh, I want to set the stage that you guys are in Miami and you're at an event that JR introduced me to Tyler Cerny, who has an event called uh, the Epic Growth Conference. And if it wasn't for you, JR, I wouldn't have uh, made that connection, obviously. So the power of a connection, the power of follow-up, and the power of publishing, because I'm, we're going to be doing Tyler's book in, I believe, April or maybe in February. And it was a reverse thank you because I got to bring you and Dr. Mraz as guests to the Epic Growth Conference. And we all got to really be operate like a family, a team unit. And it was just, to me, mind-blowing how well we just were in sync and worked together. And it, it was cool that when I had to leave to head back here for the show, that you guys could go to the event and you know make great connections. And we all get to have those connections turn into great relationships. So of first of all, JR, thank you. Sorry, there's a lot of music, but uh, no, I definitely value the power of relationship and, and the connections that we got to have. And we're definitely creating abundance together, which is really cool. So and yeah. more importantly, the, the impact. Yeah. And don't worry about the music. The music's way in the back for us. It may be really loud for you, but it's not that loud for us. So here we go. Okay. So number one, um, who is who is Tyler Cerny to you? Tyler Cerny, you know, he, he's an action taker to go getter, and he's he really has a heart that wants to go out there and start making an impact in the world. So, Tyler Cerny, we, we connected about probably I don't know two three years ago in a mastermind, and he just uh, just his heart for wanting to make a difference and help people become, create more abundance and impact, and just a uh, the Epic Growth Conference, which he always envisioned, and wanted to go out there and just uh, just to really help other small business owners. It's just amazing. And he just keeps getting better and better every year. He's just doing amazing things. So I'm, I'm definitely well, excited and proud to call him a friend of what he's doing. Well, the, the word epic is, is certainly an understatement of what that event was like. You got yeah. the, uh, the yacht experience. No, no, the not, not tonight, was like. The... It's still going. <laughs> I know. That's true. So um, would you both comment on uh, what the experience was like as far as the quality of speakers, the quality of the content? Yeah. It was epic. <laughs> Thank you for that long answer that I almost gave myself. Well, well, we had Damon. Yeah, we had Damon John there. We had other people that are doing like multi billions and 
six multi six figures and started their businesses doing really big things it's and seven cool. and and seven yeah. figures yeah yeah and i believe in even a couple were doing eight i'm not sure that 100 but they, these were people that really know what they're doing and were willing to share their secrets because the Epic Growth Conference is about all the people attending having more growth in their life, more abundance in their life, more yeah. connection to a life that they love. Um, any any particular speaker you want to give a shout out to? Uh, not at the moment because it's really hard to hear you. And uh, it, okay. you can't hear it, but there's an engine. There's music behind us. I can't find Tyler because okay. I think he's in there entertaining other people. You know, I right, well, to, uh, well I, I do I do want to give this particular shout out to one of my, my, my actually Tyler himself, just not because he's my friend, but one thing he did that I thought was really powerful was engaging the audience and bringing them together. And uh, I felt like he was the only speaker that actually did that, that brought community, that brought people together and, and really built those conversations, which honestly landed connections for us three together uh, to move on past this event. So. That was powerful. That's why the food came out. That's why the winds were scattering. <laughs> so well, I, I think the neatest dynamic of partnership is when one person is actually sacrificing or creating for the other partner as if it was themselves and that it spins around as a full circle. And I am elated that you guys are on the, on the, on the yacht. And I wanted to ask you, um, JR, what was the experience for you with regard to a book coming out? How did that change the game? Oh my gosh, just open up conversations. There you go. So, but I, I have to say, if it wasn't for, for you, Ken, and Perfect Publishing kicking me in the butt saying, hey, I don't care if you got four chapters left or whatever, you're going to get it done. We got to have it done before the date. And it really kicked me in a high gear. And I'll tell you, there's no publisher that I met that knows how to do it the way that you do it and how to actually turn it into abundance and connections to really open up more opportunities. So, and Damon James has this book autographed yeah. by this author. Damon John. Right here. No, but it, it's yes. definitely opened up new connections and relationships, and it's a, a really great conversation starter. So I carry it with me. It's my business card, and it's a way that I can use it to help someone else grow. Well, JR, I want to commend you because, like Dr. Mraz, you are the perfect student. You are a Christian. You care about your family. You care about balancing your life. You care about uh, leading as a servant leader. Um, and, and the fact that you really stepped up and, and met people and had them have your book so you shared the message of how to have and by the way this is going to be a series it's going to be a whole series so um may i say that may i say the book you're going to do in one year as a teaser oh yeah go for it go ahead show it all right well we don't know i can show this book but i'm talking about the millionaire creed the million dollar creed or the millionaire creed there you go yeah the millionaire creed i i think uh that's almost i, I think what it is is it's a it's a spin-off event of the hundred millionaire summit and i think it's a spin-off event of epic growth i think it's it's a deeper dive into what you do personally with people when you spend an hour with them and you share how they can go from five figures to six figures with just implying some of your ideas and going from six figures to high six figures to even seven figures you are brilliant an area of strategy and scalability, and I just want to commend you for it. I'm, I'm honored to be someone that actually gets to ride the wave with you, amplify your goodness, and thank you so much for the connection to Tyler. I want to make sure you got a cameo. I'm going to share the show with you later. Carissa has a book called The Seed, and I will make sure you guys get copies of it, but The Seed is actually how you are with people, creating a seed of they don't know how powerful they are, and when you plant the seed of what they can do with their life, I just want to say, JR, you are a game changer. So thank you for your friendship. But most of all, thank you for all you do for us. I love it. Well, thank you for your friendship. I appreciate you. All right. Take care, brother. Yeah. Have a good day.
Oh, and and don't let the bed bugs bite. I can actually say that literally. All right. Take care. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. We'll talk about the. We're going to talk about the whole tour with Carissa. Thank you. Right. Take care. So guess what? It's eleven eleven. Um, it's eleven eleven right now. And so eleven eleven, Carissa was Friday, and I got to spend Veterans Day with a veteran. Jr. is a veteran. He's a uh, He's Marine, and he uh, he's he's done so much service for our country, and he's going to be someone that because he got to know you on the show today will make a difference in scaling who you are and what your great leap of faith will be because he's all about people that actually want to play powerfully. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. I'm very excited, grateful for that. So I'm going to read your bio that I don't have my glasses on. Let me see if I even can find my glasses. If I can't find my glasses, I'm going to read it without my glasses. But I want I want to read it. I love reading. Reading is like one of my favorite things besides writing. <laughs> That's good. I can't imagine no. why. <laughs> I just right. like you. So, Carissa, this is you. When I say Carissa, this is talking about you. I want you to understand that. All right. Carissa believes the best teacher in her life has been transforming her hard experiences into beautiful gardens. She walks alongside others in hopes they will understand they are not alone and have the power to build extraordinary lives. She invites individuals to face their challenges in an honest and authentic way to heal and live the, the best lives possible. She believes that they are powerful beyond measure, and we all have the choice to light an ever-burning fire in ourselves. And I want to read also the quote that might be stealing the thunder of what I'm going to ask you later, which is uh, your, your, your rapid-fire questions, what quote do you live by? So I might be taking the answer, but you can come up with another quote or say, you already said it, Ken. So... Don't compare your life to others. There's no comparison between the sun and the moon. They shine when they, it is their time. And I love that quote. I had to grab it off your email and say it yes. because the audience needs to know that is actually who you really are. Your quote that you put in that nice little pink uh, frame and the, and the red is actually how you live. I've never heard you not be the person that wants to be powerful and inspire others to be powerful. And that's a person that doesn't compare themselves. The person that compares themselves has this agenda of if I make you shine, will you outshine me? Or right. am I shining enough compared to them? And so I want to say that you just experienced in that cameo with JR and uh, Dr. Mraz, that's exactly how we play. We play to shine each other. Absolutely. And it's it's wonderful to watch and it's beautiful. I love that. Well, I, I think you got this, but I want to restate it for the audience and you. I wouldn't have been at that event if JR didn't introduce me to Tyler to do his book. In me doing his book, I said, can we please have JR at your event? Because he had said, you can have one guest. I said, well, I'd like to have my partner, Dr. Mraz, but can I have JR since he's the one who actually... And so Tyler said, sure, you can have both guests. And so we were able to all enjoy a connection. And that's really what it's about, isn't it? Right. Absolutely. So speaking of a connection, we both have someone we love immensely. He goes by Dr. G. Dr. G. He's the G thing. (laughs) Right. I mean, when Snoop Dogg talks about the G thing, he's talking about Dr. G. He absolutely is. One hundred percent. So first of all, before uh, we get too far in this show, I want to do I want to say something to you that um, I probably want to say earlier. Are you ready for this? I think so. <laughs> I have to be right. <laughs> well, no, you don't have to be, but I, I, I want you to choose to be. So, I choose. I'm ready. Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> good morning, sunshine. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's the best way to tell someone that you care about 
that you want them to have a great day. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's all encapsulated right there. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about um, Dr. G and who he is to you. Give his full name so that uh, people that Google him, because if they do Dr. G, they're going to say it's Snoop Dogg's, uh, you know, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. So Dr. Garrett Goggins, he's a mindset engineer um, and he he's very special to me for many reasons, but yes, he was the connecting point between myself and you. Um, and he actually heard me speak on stage, uh, about a year ago. And he came up to me after I spoke and basically said, you need to write a book. Uh, <laughs> I think I knew that I needed to, but having that external person be like, Hey, Did he, tell you why? he said, your story matters. You know, you, you, you have something to tell the world and, and you need to write this and you need to come on my podcast and you need to write a book and it kind of just waterfalled from there. Okay. So let's take a break from that because this, that's, that's a big comment and it's, it, it can be vague and it also can be specific. So let's make it unvague. Are you ready? Yes. So everyone has a story and everyone could write a book. He said that to you because your story stuck out as an influencer, a leader, a teacher, someone that could actually ripple and make a difference in the world. So let's be clear. Dr. Goggins would say to anybody they should do a book because it's a good idea to do. He took his own advice. But what he was saying to you was at a more pinnacle level of how he was touched by your story. So would you share what you said that caused him to say that? Absolutely. One of the biggest things that he picked up from from my my story was that I so I had turned a tragedy into something beautiful. And the thing that he picked up the most was that a lot of people tell their story and they kind of gloss over the work that it takes in between between whatever happened and whatever you make of it. And he said, I love how you focus on on that that transformation, the transformation in the middle, the pain sitting with it um, and what that does for you. And I think just in the way he spoke to me, that's what that's what stood out was was really talking about that. So we're going to go deeper in that later, but I want to give you a genuine compliment. And I I do have a lot of gratitude for the people that I have on my show. But when I make a compliment, it is a specific compliment that would not be to the masses. It's, it's, It's typically very designed and engineered to how I specifically felt about that person. So I, when, when this is said, I'm telling you, you're receiving this because you're unique in this. You are extremely intentional about making sure you show up powerfully without letting go of the gratitude you have for the person that is causing you to shine. And I say that from a standpoint that last week I called you and said, hey, I need you to step away from your show on next last Monday because we have veterans. And it's a Veterans Day theme. And you were like, do it. 100%. Yes. (laughs) But, you know, there was never attitude is my point. There was never, well, what about me? And when I did a a book tour, we didn't have your cover even completed. And you said, where is my book? And I said, your book and five others are coming on because we actually designed the book covers. And you said, awesome. And so I think, and then then you, you make sure that the person who is serving you and supporting you and believing in you receives that you are appreciative. And so I just wanted to say that that means a lot to me that when people do that, it's not for me, it's when they do that in the world, what they do is they cause people that believe and support and want to do to step up even bigger because it's genuinely appreciated. It's not using. So that is, that's a compliment I really 
um, I'm excited to give you. Thank you. You're welcome. We have uh, a big show kind of divided into two parts. I do want to say that I will give you a copy of this. He was on your show. This guy is amazing. He turns people that have power in their mind and in their heart into power in their pocket. So if you have the best message, you have all the stuff, but you don't have systems, you don't have scalability, and you don't know how to create that, you could literally be losing 100 to $1 million a year. And when he speaks to people, I heard him speak to three people, and I never heard him speak at length with people, but he doesn't, he told me his secret of how he speaks to people. He says, I don't speak to people so I can show how much I know. I don't speak to people so I can sell them. I speak to people so that they know that if I can serve them and make a difference, it's going to make a difference in their world, their world and their life, regardless if they hire me. And because he's completely detached and unconditional about it, guess what happens? People want to continue working with him. Absolutely. So, so when I heard all that, I got up the other morning and we were, we were sharing a room for the uh, Epic Growth Conference and I got up, it was like 5.50 in the morning. I got up like alert and I turned to him and he, would, he had just gotten up as, himself and I said, JR, you are doing a book, The Millionaire Creed, because your creed as a, as a, as a military person is that you are about serving and that you are about results and that you are about making a difference in the world. I said, that's your creed. And he says, well, I, wanna, I don't want to do it until I have a million dollars. I said, million dollars what? And he says, cash. I said, okay, so what you're telling me is whenever you have 50000 or 100000 because you, you make these gigantic sales and you buy property, that doesn't count as cash. He goes, no. I said, then why don't you take all your properties and sell them so you'll have all the cash that you can say, I have a million dollars. I laughed about it because it's so funny how we have a rule. And that's going to go to you right now. Your rule for allowing yourself to be powerful and your rule for allowing yourself to make an investment yourself and to have the seed come out is obviously a gift you gave yourself. So what was that rule? What was that rule? What was the rule that allowed you to be powerful to do the seed? I mean, you you, you do know there's people that say, I'm not ready. Or I don't have time. Or I don't have money. Or excuse me. Oh. Excuse me. So what, if, what was your rule that allowed you the grace to chase this? You do know that's really unique, right? I'm finding I'm finding that yes, it is more and more unique. <laughs> uh, for me, honestly, very simply said, I have one life and I have one chance at this, and I couldn't live another day without trying to put something out there. Cool. So just so you know, one in a hundred people, if that, do a book that they say they're going to do. In other words, a hundred people say I'm going to do a book. It doesn't happen. I mean, Jr. is actually, ironically, an example of this. He sat on this book, finished for three years. And you have a book behind you. I'd like to, I'd I like to tease the audience. Yes. Would you like to see it? <laughs> I'd like to see it, but um, I don't want you to open. I'm going to tell you why. I want, I want you to keep it as a surprise for the people that buy it. Let's, I'd love let's it. just keep it about the cover, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. Um, we might have you as a, as a cameo on JR's show where we give a teaser. You just pick your favorite page. Love but it. not today. Yes. Can you just, can you refrain today, please? It'll be hard, but I'll do it. <laughs> okay. I appreciate <laughs> that. So <clears throat> there was another place that you showed grace. Um, Dose of hope. You showed grace because you are the only person and obviously the 39 other authors that experienced Amazon saying, this isn't happening right now. 
Right. And so your book is coming out a good month later, but you are having Dose of Hope coming out. You have Seed coming out uh, that's technically being mailed to you now, and you have your, your prototype right there. But is this cool that you are on the map? Two big Honestly, times. One's going to go out to 20 million. <laughs> it's out of this world. It's kind of wild. I don't think it's set in for me yet. <laughs> Well, the, the Dose of Hope one, I'm just so excited because this is your story and this is who you are. And we will be going to break, let's say, in four or five minutes. So why don't you take a nice breather and share a download of who is Carissa. Uh, share your full name, share where you're born, share what your childhood was like. Absolutely. So uh, Carissa Selena is my, my pen name that I go by. Um, and I was actually born in Michigan. I didn't spend much time there before moving to California. Spent the whole some- state of Michigan? You were born in the entire state of Michigan entire or was there a city? State. I was That's literally amazing. born at, I'm just kidding. So Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor, Michigan, in a women's hospital, no less. Uh, good thing I came out a girl or they would have kicked me out the front door, you know? Right. <laughs> there to, to California, to Montana, back to California, and then now in Colorado. Um, but most of my childhood in Montana and California. And I, I was a dancer. I did tap, jazz, ballet. I like to do plays, get on stage. Um, really, no wonder you're so bubbly and great. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a big outlet for me. A, a big outlet. So that was your child. That was a, what age was that? What age? Oh, yeah. so I started dancing when I was three, um, okay. and doing that probably up until it was off and on through being a preteen. Because um, yeah, I, I didn't have TikTok back then, so I didn't really follow you or no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Few people did. I don't even have TikTok now, but <laughs> maybe I should. Um, maybe, maybe you should. I mean, it, it is the seed, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so those were like those were like the positive, fun experiences. What, what are those triangles above you, by the way? Oh, those are mountains. They're mountains, Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Well, the reason I'm asking you is because uh, there's there's something happening there. And, I, and if it's for me, it's distracting me. So I want to know what it is. So it's a mountains. It's mountains, mountains to climb. So, yeah. Mountains to climb. And in case you're wondering what was underneath my, my shirt where you saw maybe this little bit here, it's, it's amplified radio. Yeah. Amplifying the life of leaders like you that inspire hope and create community. The reason I'm asking you this, and I broke away for a second is I'm thinking of your book cover and the message the message you wear. Like, it's kind of like, be the seed. Well, and if you'll notice, I mean, I've got, I have my flowers, flowers uh-huh. cover the seeds. Um, yeah. I, as we, as we talk more about my story, it will learn about building a garden on a grave, but that is right here on my body. The garden that I've built, that all comes from seeds. Let's, let's talk to it right now. Let's go into it. Cause that's part all of right. who you are, right? Yeah, do it. absolutely. Um, so basically throughout my childhood, along with the happy moments, there were also very sad ones. I lost, um, all my grandparents when, when I was younger, I was with one of my grandmothers when she passed away. And I just remember being acquainted with this idea of death very young. Um, and that was very hard for me. I felt like I had no control and it caused a lot of anxiety for me. And when I was 20, I ended up finding, what's that? I was going to say, translate that a little more. What what did that equal to you later? Oh, yeah. Can I give you an example? I'll give you an example if you want to. Okay. So when my grandparents died, much like yours, I was very young. 
and I translate that as, as you got to take advantage of the time you're alive. And when my mom passed, when she was 65, I was much older, but I realized she gave me the message, life is precious, start publishing your story. Right. Without her death, there's no way we'd know each other, Krista. Right. Absolutely. It's not possible because I didn't get that message of, of legacy and tell your story until she passed. So go ahead right. and tell, tell, tell what you're Yeah. So, so for me, it was actually kind of opposite from you. Um, for me, it was very much despair, a sense mm. of no control, a sense of why am I even here? This doesn't matter if I'm just going to die anyway. Mm. It was very, very dark. Um, and especially with my dad's passing um, and finding him deceased and dealing with, with that whole thing, I really got to a point where I thought, what's the point of, of living anymore? Essentially. How old were you then? Oh, I, I fought through that. Uh, between... no, how old were you? How old were you when your dad passed? Oh, 20, 20. Okay. Yeah. So uh, take a minute, uh, take a minute. Cause we're going to go to break pretty soon. Take a minute and share a closing uh, aspect of how that all affected you. <laughs> we're going to come back to it. We're going to come back in the break. I just want you to close out that thought. It's very important. I think from that point, just realizing that something had to change. And what was that? I had to change. My perspective had to change. I had to heal. I had to find a reason to live is what I needed. So you were having, you were having thoughts of what you're alluding to of your life is worthless. Absolutely. 100%. You know, that's a, a, an important facet that we can all have something happen to us. And it's how we want to translate it. Like you can, you are sunshine now. When I say good morning sunshine to you, it is actually you are a positive person. You're a person that beams with all kinds of light. And congratulations on the fact that you were able to transform yourself because those that can't live without hope and they don't really create a life they love because they don't think they're worth it. So um, in closing, for the we're about to go on break, how has the seed changed how you feel? The seed really, can I, can I say a quote real quick? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, for a seed to achieve its greatest expression, it must come completely undone. The shell cracks, its insides come out and everything changes to someone who doesn't understand growth. It would look like complete destruction. And that's Cynthia Ostelli, I think. But that kind of explains it. You you need him. You need that seed to to bust open and break in order to grow. And what comes out put, of it is this beautiful thing. Did you put Cynthia Aselli's uh, quote in your book? It'll be in my memoir. Yes. It'll be in your memoir, but not in this particular book, right? Not in the seed. No. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, this is Ken Roshan and Voice America Influencer Channel. A big uh, love to Jeff Spinard, who's looking down from the heavens who created all the magic of having all his hosts amplify and share wonderful stories, voices, and hope of leaders like Carissa. Our, our sponsors are Perfect Publishing, The Key Smiling Movement, Amplifluence, Your Success Magazine, and Add Value to Life Podcast. We look forward to another minute or two going by so we can get back to a great conversation with Carissa. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. 
visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, we are back with the second segment, deep dive into the seed, the seed that will actually create hope and ripple and cause all kinds of new thoughts of how we can be powerful, regenerate, and uh, be a difference for other people. So, Carissa, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Ken. So, I want to show you a couple things. I'm going to see if I can do this um, without taking up too much time in the search, but here we go. So first of all, um, this is, of course, you in the Colorado Springs, and there's Mike Schoening, but we have all kinds of lovely people here from Colorado Springs, and you can, I'll share this book with you so you can send this out. Look, there's Kat Voss. She's, she has her book coming out for the book tour. Isn't that cool? All these amazing people. And we have the Colorado Springs cover. I mean, look at that. There's Rich Parsons, who's helping feature me on your success. And here is Joseph Hope. You can see it, right? Oh, I see it. Okay. And then if I put Carissa and I hit this, ba-boom, you're on page 2,124. It's a good number. It is. It's a great number. And that's going out to 20 million people. So what was your experience like uh, doing the Dose of Hope? Oh, it was, first of all, it was, it was amazing to think that my, my story mattered enough to have it included with all these other amazing people. And it goes to show you that you fit because you do realize that you're only nominated by one question. And I want you to take this in, Carissa, because you just had a conversation at the close of the break about um, does life matter and the worthiness. I know that got a little a little dark, a little sentimental, and we're, we're actually not finished with that conversation because the people that are listening to the show, they need hope. This is the people that are listening to the show um, could be in despair. And I want to take just a minute or two deeper dive there, but I asked Dr. Goggins a very simple question. I said, who inspires you? That's the person I'd like you to nominate. And he picked you. So 
out of his vast Rolodex, it could be 5,000 people, it could be 50,000 people, it could be even more than that. He selected you, which says that you belong in the book. You get that, right? <clears throat> and, and for that matter, the person you pick that inspires you deserves to be in the book because that's the person that you're saying of everyone you know. Did you want to share who you nominated? I nominated a couple people for the upcoming ones. Yes, I understand. I understand it's not now. It's there oh, yeah. be in the future one. So if you want to, you can, you can, you can share their name or names if you want. Yeah. So Cairo is one of them. Gene. Mm -hmm. um, oh my gosh. How do I say her last name? Walden, I think. Yeah. Who I think she's actually going to go for a full book as well. Uh, but Dose of Hope also. Okay, good. So the reason I'm saying this is because they get to hear on the show that of everyone they know, you know, that you said they inspire you. And, and that's, that is the difference of whether someone actually embraces life. There's a stat that I, wish I learned from uh, an African-American organization. They shared at their board meeting that if a child is cared about by only one person, they have a 96% chance of graduating. Amazing. So in other words, the kids that don't graduate and the kids that leave school, they obviously have some feeling that no one cares on some level. Yep. So um, I wanted to say to someone else who cares because the process was actually a little bit of anxiety um, when we initially, because I wanted to do the book as much as you did, but we had, we needed a partner and that partner needed to be an illustrator that could actually step into understanding who you are, understanding my standard, understanding how to play together and the business side of it. And uh, Renee Orzyskowski, and she is the lovely person that made that happen because I think it was between 35 and 40 interviews I did to get down to five. And we really were at one of those like Hollywood moments. I guess the seat is not happening this year. And then Renee says, I have somebody. Mm -hmm. I know somebody. And I think she's going to be the one. And I was thinking... Okay, Renee, you only are picking one person. I went through 35 or so. <laughs> um, sure, Renee we'll knows her and... stuff. <laughs> yes, she does. Renee knows her stuff. So it was uh, Tori, Tori Mayer. And she was uh, not just the one who got the job. She was the perfect one to become a new friend, right? Yes. So why don't you share, why don't you share how wonderful your illustrator is? So Tori, first of all, this book would not have been what it is without her when 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 we talked i i wanted to i wanted this book to to portray emotion i wanted it to really speak to people and you can do so much with words but this beautiful artist painted every single image and she really I brought it proud of you you've kept your word you are not opening that book i chris i have to tell you I thought for sure that you were going to get weak and you're going to open the book and show some other pages. So good job on that. Uh, so, it's really hard um, not to because I want to show you every image because <laughs> they're so I beautiful. Will, I, will, I will tell you what, when we, when we post the show as a little thank you and a gift to you and Tori, you can pick an image or two that we can put in the link that they can actually open up and see at least one image. One. One. Yes. And okay. I do want to share, I do want to share quickly, Ken, Tori and I, we have had, it, it's it's like this book brought us together on this beautiful, wonderful project. And we have connected in such a way that we've helped each other just in life. And yep. so it's been, it's been such a beautiful connection. 
So I, I want to uh, talk about time and space right now. It's it's a it's a conversation I love to have anyway, but it's not one I always bring into the show. But this one is probably epic since we were just at Epic Growth Conference. I just want to say this is an epic example of time and space. So you, if you had not done the dose of hope, you may not have had the the inspiration, the trigger pull of I want to do one of my visions, my dreams. Is that true? So yes. that's number one. Number two, had you not take an action or saying, I just did those hope. I'd like to talk to you about possibly doing a children's book. And we'd waited until next year. This also would not happen. And Tori may not have been available next year because she could have taken on a big project. So that might not have happened. Renee could have said, Hey, would you like to meet somebody? And she says, I have my, my schedules. We had a hard time finding a talented person that was even willing to engage in a conversation about Christmas. Yes. So all that said, there's a lot of miracles inside taking action at the right time and space, because I just can't imagine a better person illustrating and being there a partner in this project. No, there isn't. <laughs> but but it, 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 took, it took Renee being recommended by Dr. Mraz. It took me appreciating and giving the same kind of gratitude you've given to me and other people for Renee to say, I think I have a solution. Because I actually asked her, I said, I can't believe this. This is actually way harder because we, were, we had the deadline. The deadline was the killer for us. We wanted a Christmas launch. And a Christmas launch means that three or four of my top artists just weren't available. They had projects that were going to take them through the Christmas. And so I am just, I'm just so blown away happy that it, it, it all happened the way it's supposed to happen. Absolutely. Yes. And when I tell people about it, just does every, it's just like one thing after, it's like a domino effect. And, mm -hmm. and you look back on it and you just think, wow. <laughs> How do you explain and, that? No. And the thing that's also important about this is her, her love and, and sisterhood and partnership with you is uh, fostering exactly what I wanted it to, which is the conversation of what book next, what is the series going to continue to be? Uh, would you like to, would you like to briefly share? Cause there's other parts I want to talk about with the seat, yeah. obviously yeah. that um, when you talked and you picked her, you were also thinking about what the seed would become. So would you, I know this getting a little ahead of ourselves in this, in this conversation, but I want you to, uh, since it's a good segue right now, share what is next. So the seed is definitely not uh, going to be solo. It's going to be in a series. Of course um, we want to touch on various topics and not only that. So Tori is also an author and we have crossover between our books. So her character mm -hmm. shows up yep. in my Mine shows up in hers. So not That's only cool. is it a series, but you're going to also see these characters showing up in each other's books and these lessons. And, and it's a really exciting, beautiful thing. And I don't think Tori has made the, the formal uh, confirmation, but she was offered a twenty dollars or $30,000 uh, republishing package because I was so appreciative of her showing up the way she did and wanting to work with you as much as she did. That was just beautiful to me. It inspired me to say, I want to do this for your book because if I'm going to do this for Carissa's, it would be my best way of thanking you is to do it for your book too. Um, and that's a prime example, I, I will say too, of that, of that, her and I looking at each other and saying like, we can both shine. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be one or the other. Very which good. I love. So tell me uh, the, uh, let's, let's close out how you created who you are because that was not finished in the first segment. Uh, just take a minute or two to, to say how you grew into who you are and what caused it. Yeah. Um, so essentially, I did many years of a very intense form of therapy. 
um, it's called EMDR. And for me, it was very effective. And it's used to treat trauma because trauma does a lot of things to the brain. And I put in years of hard work doing this, this kind of therapy and essentially getting on stage and telling my story was a huge healing point for me to get up and talk about it. And actually, I think what was the most healing is coming off that stage when you have been completely vulnerable and people come up to you and they connect with you and they say, Krissa, I totally know what that's like. I've been through the same thing. How, you know, or they're asking your advice or this, that, or the other. And like that connection right there, that's, that's my why. Like, that's what keeps me here. Um, what, the trauma, was it your dad dying or was it something else? I had multiple, multiple traumas. Um, so I had sexual assault in my youth. Um, my father dying was definitely a huge one because I witnessed it. And the experience there was, was huge. I, I was bullied a lot when I was growing up. There were mul multiple different kinds of trauma going on. And, and they essentially built up, built up, built up, built up until I basically couldn't handle it anymore. People say, you know, when you hit rock bottom, that's that's a good thing, right? Because all yeah, all this left is to rise. And the way I say it is I hit rock bottom and then someone just decided to sledgehammer it and I just kept going. Lucky mm. for me, I I didn't I didn't give up, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um and I'd love to share really the takeaway of I would like that too. I do want to, I do want to share with the audience that there's a lot more detail and there's a Absolutely. lot more of a, a 15 minute, 12 to 15 minute deep dive into how Krista created her who in the dose of hope and anyone that wants to dose of hope, uh, you're welcome to download it. You can reach out to Chris or myself and she will give you a free download of the book. Go ahead Absolutely. and take the, take the message. Go ahead and share the message. Um, yeah. So even after all this work and, and, and going through my, my process of garden on the grave and, and speaking about it, which the story is in the book. Um, but I still found myself very, very depressed and very low. Um, I would go through the ups and downs, but there was still something in me that was very, very sad, very dark. And not long ago I was, I was in therapy and I remember sitting there thinking, you know, what does any of this matter even if I go do good things, even if I connect with people, even if I, you know, stand on stages or, or, or whatever it might be, what does it matter if I'm just going to die? And I just, I couldn't get over this, this inevitable fact that I'm not going to be here one day, just like all of us. And I remember my therapist asking me if I had ever skipped rocks on water. And of course, in the moment I'm thinking, why are we talking about rocks on water? <laughs> Like, do you not hear me right now? I'm having a meltdown. She's like, just tell me what happens when, when rocks hit water. And I said, well, there's a ripple effect. And she explained that everything we do in life has a ripple effect, like when something hits water. And the ripples are going to occur whether we want them to or not. Even if we, even if we choose not to act, there's going to be ripples from that. But so what we can do I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interject real quick. Yeah. Ken, McCar Ken MacArthur who I would mm -hmm. want to connect you with because I think that you should be part of potentially his movie or, or his, his message, which is the impact factor. And he yes. says the impact factor, whether you do something or not, you're impacting the world. 100%. Yes. And, and what's so cool is we have, we have a level of control over what kind of ripple that we leave. 
And I'm sitting there and, and, and it was like in this moment, all of my defeat shifted to hope. And I realized that even though I don't have control over the fact that one day I will be lifeless as I know it. I do have control over the ripple effects I leave while I'm alive. And that inspired me to leave the best things possible so that even after I'm gone, things like my story will continue for years and years and years and years and years. And that's what I want to leave on the world. And that's what I want to encourage other people to do. So I want to uh, interject the question I hear from very, very successful people. They don't ask, why me? They ask, why not me? <laughs> I literally have had that. I, I I kid you not, Ken, there have been days because we're not perfect, right? We, we're human. We have doubts. We have all these things. And, and when that thought comes to me, anytime I'm like, well, why me? I do that. I say, well, why not? Right. Well, yeah, the why me can be the why is this happening to me? But the why yes. not me is the question that you're saying, uh, I could change the world or no, who's going to change the world? Well, why not me? Right. Um, uh, there's that person has a life that they love or she loves. Why not me? Why not me? Why can't I have that? And it's, and you start asking your question that because then you step into, you can't have it. Right. Well, and, and speaking to the, why me? Like, why is this happening to me? This is, this is the part I love because we have so much more power of that over that than we think we, 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 that victim mentality and all these things. And no, you can't change what happened, but you absolutely can change what you do with it. And I think that lots of people walk through their lives, not realizing they have that kind of power. Totally. And, and you said the word it's choose. Yes. Choose. So, and sometimes that means choosing over and over and over and over and over. It's like, that's okay. That is okay. Well, the thing that uh, people don't also understand about uh, and I, when I say people, I'm talking about the people that are living without hope. So I'm using a general blanket, but I'm saying specifically the people that are living without hope is that they're choosing to live without hope. It is a choice. Choosing to quit is a choice. Choosing to be depressed is a choice. It's anti-gratitude, by the way, for the most part. Yeah. And so when Dr. G said you inspire him, you ignited the fact that you brought hope in your life and that you had potentially a very big gap and you were able to you're able to not make that an excuse. So let's go to the seed. What is the message in the seed? Why should not people buy one, but buy maybe 10 or 20? Oh, well, first of all, it's the children's book for all ages. I will say that because yes. both children and adults are going to relate to this story. Um, Don't open it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we have a deal. <laughs> and then I are going to have a fight. Um, so... So yeah, the story of this seed, this, here, there she is. She is going on a journey. And during her journey, there are some un unexpected twists and turns. And she has to go through those, those emotions of being sad, being happy, feeling stuck, um, whether that's being stuck physically for you or mentally, it doesn't matter. But eventually she's going to grow into something. I don't know if I should tell you what she's going to grow into or not, or if you should just No, don't, no, 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 don't. Nope, no, 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 don't. But I do want you to. I want you to share because we're getting a little closer in time. Yeah. You've shared this story, and people have read the story. And by the way, you have no idea how close I was to saying just open one page. But I, I mean, I'm keeping my <laughs> word too. All right. So you shared the story with some people, and you've had some amazing feedback. Can you yes. share the feedback and and the philosophical aspect of it? You know, um, the most consistent response I have had is tears, and these are not 
tears of sadness. These are tears of, I get it. Tears of, I was the seed. Tears of, this reminds me of my grandmother. Um, Good tears. And I don't think that anything a person could say would explain that better. But when I see these tears coming out of their, their, (laughs) their eyes, I mean, that says it all to me right there. So we have a book tour coming up. Yes, I'm so excited. And I don't want to leave this out. So we're going to cut to this and then we're going to go into anything else that might have been missed about your message. But we have a very big launch for you on November 30th in Colorado Springs. And uh, you have hundreds of people coming to support your book. And you're going to sell a lot. I know you are uh, of all the all the copies you got. Um, where's the where's the event? Colorado Springs, you recall? Yes, Colorado Springs. Monday. You want the actual place? Yeah, if you remember, it's like a, a Marriott. Or what in my head? It's like Residence Inn or something. Okay, so we'll put the address, but it's a gorgeous lobby area with tons and tons of room, and we're going to have you as well as a couple of other authors there launching their book of showing their baby, as it were, to the world. And you can get a copy of it. I think um, Chris is rewarding people that have a giving mood and would like to buy multiple copies for the holidays. So um, I'm excited for you, Krista, and. I know that when you got the book behind you and it, it, it is really the feeling of beyond you, beyond Absolutely. you, the ripple. And so uh, then you're going to have your book at uh, Times Square in New York. Yes. December, December 4th, very shortly after that. We have Denver. You're going to maybe make a, an appearance at the lunchtime mixer, 12 to, uh, 10 to 12. And then the Library of Congress is looking like it's, it's coming together. And then you're heading home, but your book continues to travel to Tampa and Florida and uh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island is going to be at the uh, Author Expo there. So uh, big congratulations to you because you you said you were going to do it and you did not have any fear or anxiety. And I want to comment that you took a leap of faith that was pretty big and that that could have some trepidation to it. But can you talk about how you overcame it and how people around you responded and what you learned from it. Yeah. So, um, one, I have to say working with you has been immensely helpful because it's given me the, the deadlines that I think I needed. You know, we think we're going to do these things and sometimes we just need someone to light the fire and be like, come on. (laughs) Um, but I, I do feel like I I had a lot of support. I've had a lot of support from a lot of people around me. A lot of people have told me I was very brave. Um, I did have some people really close to me tell me I was pretty much crazy um, for following some crazy dream. And that was really hard for me. I will say um, it's hard for someone in your life that you care about to say to you, I don't think this is good for you. Um, but I believe that when we know in our heart that something is, is is something we're called to do, something that we need to do, you have to push through those things. And there definitely were some relationships that I had to um, walk away from because this is bigger than than all of that. Um, but I, I I do want to acknowledge that I also had people in my corner who have been absolutely amazing. Who, well, we have some rapid fire questions that I want to make sure we squeeze in here because we're getting close. But I do want to say that Steve Jobs, in a way, could sum up what you said, that um, the crazy, the misfits, the people that think they can change the world are actually crazy enough that they do. Yep. They actually do. 
And I think that speaks to your ripple effect. It speaks to you being your power and it speaks to you attracting the people that really do believe in you. So congratulations on that. I know that you and I had one or two talks that were, didn't go really deep into it, but it went into that you, that you were a little surprised by the support. And I wanted to bring that out in the show just to say that I'm proud of you about it, but it also, you wouldn't be the powerful person if you didn't step into your power, you have to. And if people don't applaud you stepping in your power, they probably are not looking at you that way either. Right. Which yeah. they, they should. They should. Uh, Dr. G's definitely does. So here's our rapid fire questions. First of all, besides the seed, what book changed your life? Oh, definitely. Um, Rising Strong, Brene Brown. Oh, right. Great. What uh, movie inspires you? Oh, my gosh. You can name there's, one or two. These are from your uh, Dose of Hope. Get, I know. And there's so many of them. I would say Creed, actually. Creed. Well, you know, uh, J.R. Spears is going to be happy about that one. Yeah. Um, by the way, Perfect Publishing got their book out the same amount of time as this. And I want to say the, the, the thing about the seed is it's not just about the content of the seed. It's how the seed actually has distribution power. So um, what is, what's a quote you live by besides the one that's in your, uh, your email? Do you have another one? I do. Um, okay. It's kind of lengthy, though. <laughs> well, give the, give the, I guess, the brief synopsis of it. Uh, it's the, the one by Theodore Roosevelt. It's the man in the arena. But essentially, the, 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 the idea is it's not the critic who counts. Um, it's the man that's actually in the, the arena. And doing someone, the yep, blood. I agree with you. Yes. Who's someone that you'd like to meet that you haven't met? Ooh. I would have to say Rachel Hollis. Okay. And who? what's your jam? What's your music jam? Not, oh, not your... I, I love electronica dance music. I'm a dancer, guys. <laughs> I, I am not surprised. All right. Well, Carissa, you have been amplified. It was a pleasure to bring you along this journey that is ironically just the beginning. In the publishing world, this is the end you with many publishers, but with perfect publishing and a, and a person that sees the seed really growing into something very beautiful, this is the beginning of our journey. So we're going to look back at this and say the book had not even been sold yet, except the talk of people wanting to buy it at this point. But we have a very short 10 days or so, 15 days, and your book is going to start causing the ripple effect, causing the seed to grow. And I'm so proud of you. I think this is going to be one of the best children's books I get the pleasure of publishing and marketing and causing to have kind of a similar effect to Dr. Mraz. You know, Dr. Mraz with her Hold My Crown, I have to say that that touched Dr. Goggins on a level that caused the confidence and the inspiration of him giving a two-prong connection. One is that I think his ulterior motive was for you to, to, to do more than just a dose of hope. So yeah. this is Ken Rashan, Arn Amplified. Uh, this is Chris Selena. Uh, how can people reach you? Uh, Chris Selena at Gmail. And I'm also on at the seed grows on Instagram currently. And then you're also on perfectpublishing.com and you're also on Amazon. You are on Amazon, as my son would say. I'm on Amazon? Okay. <laughs> so please buy it, share it, and give reviews because this book will blow your mind. There's a lot of work that went into it, a lot of talent, and a great message. So stay amplified. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Keep smiling. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. 
Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.